The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. Happy Monday, everybody. I'm your host, Janine. This is Get the Funk Out. Hope you're not in a funk, especially with the holidays coming up. I can't believe how fast it's coming up, actually. So happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa and whenever else you celebrate. Two very special guests coming up. Top of the hour, author, actor, blogger, and tired mom of two kids. Okay, I can relate to that one. Deva Del Porto, if you, that name sounds familiar, uh, she does these really, really funny spoofs on mylifesuckers.com, and she's joining me to talk about all the great things she's doing. Uh, she's the creator of the viral videos, I Just Need Some Space, What Does the Kid Say, Let It Go, Mom Parody, Knock It Off, and so many others, and she's gotten almost, I think, 4.5 million views, so... If you want to see a link to that, it's on my blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. All right. She is standing by. It's a pleasure to welcome to this week's show, Deva Del Porto. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Thanks so much for calling in. Absolutely. How are you? Great. Great. How about you? Fine. Thank you. Yeah. Just got the kids off to school, so I'm great. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> now, tired mom of two, you, do you start your morning with lots of coffee? I know I do. You know, I actually don't drink coffee. I know it's so wow. scandalous. How do you um, do that? <laughs> I, I'm an alien. Um, I drink tea, lots and lots of tea all, all right. day long. I love tea. All right, so you got your caffeine in you. I have my caffeine. <laughs> Tell me something. You have a really uh, interesting background. You're an author, actor, blogger, and you do all these videos. How did you get started in all of this? Well, I was a senior editor at Nickelodeon's parenting website for about six years, and I wrote tons of articles about snot and ear infections <laughs> and fun stuff, but, you know, Riveting. made them funny, yeah. <laughs> funny and relatable. Sure. And um, I got an autoimmune disorder called Hashimoto's, and I was feeling very, very sick. So I went on medical leave from my job and just took some time to try and take care of myself, which, as you know, as a mom is basically impossible. Impossible, yes. Impossible. <laughs> so um, I started to feel a lot better, but I didn't quite want to go back to that job. And then my husband bought me a video camera, and he, I had been an actress, and he knew that uh, it was something that I still aspired to, and, but I'd put my dreams on hold to be a mommy. Right. And when he bought me the video camera, I used it one day and made a silly parody called What Does the Kid Say?, and as a joke yes. in the backyard, yes. we put it on YouTube as a joke, thinking, you know, 30 people would see it. And it went viral. And then I realized, I wait, I, maybe I could do this maybe instead of here. going back yeah. to Nickelodeon. Right. Now, tell me something. Did you spend a few days planning this? Because it's really well, you know, edited and put together. And I love the production. Haha, <laughs> thank you. Um, no, not at all. We, I emailed my friend Jackie, uh -huh. and I said, hey, do you guys want to come over? Wear black and white. And she was like, what? <laughs> and so she was game. They came over. We just turned on the camera and jumped around in front of it. Um, they're all very fluid and just kind of happen in the moment. That's great. Those are great kind of friends to have, actually, you know? 
Let's oh, try this. Yeah, she's been awesome. She's been in a lot of my videos, and her children have been in a lot of my videos. It's really an incredible outlet, isn't it, being a mom, being able to do this? It is. Yeah, it is fun, and um, I think it is a way to kind of laugh at the stuff that would otherwise make you cry. Right, right. Especially, I just need some space. What did you, <laughs> what did, what did you get? Over 4 million views? I mean, that's unbelievable. Yeah, I think it's got uh, four point something on YouTube and then another yeah. 3.5 on Pop Sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that one was, my husband said, oh, don't do that song. It's, you know, it's old. No one's going to see it. And I was like, but I love, you know, I yeah. love the song and I right. love the idea. And I think it would be really, really fun. So I just did it. And then shockingly, yeah, I think it's had the most views of any of them. Well, it strikes a chord being a mom because you do need your space. And sometimes you feel like, you know, I was joking with somebody yesterday, your only space is when you go in the bathroom, you lock the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can do that. No, I, not in my house. No, you know, and you got a magazine. You're like, People Magazine. You're like, I have a moment, you know. Yeah, hiding, <laughs> hiding in there, no, as they bang on the door. In my last video, The Holidays Are Hell, I'm sitting in there eating food, and a bunch of kids are banging on the door trying to get in. And that's so realistic, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everything, yeah, everything in my videos I find, I just think, well, what, what's the truth here? What's really happening? Yeah. And then that's what I write in them. Now, the theme of this show is Get the Funk Out. Has this all helped you deal with the ups and downs and craziness? Of parenthood? Life? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Everything? I think it has. I think it's, it's given me more of a sense of humor about it all. And also, I think to be able to finally be able to do something for myself and kind of express myself and go back to my own creativity, which had really been kind of stifled and stuffed down, um, you know, which is great and fine, but I really did devote, you know, basically a decade to just mommying. And I did have my job at Nickelodeon, but it was very much just, you know, a job. Right. Um, Sorry, my my old boss is going to kill me for saying that. <laughs> but it was a great job. I'm sure, you know, I, I kind of believe that everything kind of layers and stacks up in your life and builds up to where you are now. So I'm sure that probably gave you something, to, you know. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it gave me such wonderful editorial skills. I learned so much at that job. Mm-hmm. I learned everything I know about blogging, really, because it was it's very similar. Right. Um, so I was able to kind of just jump into blogging because I knew how to do HTML and how mm-hmm. to write, you know, a succinct article for the web. Perfect. How did you get all the skills like editing video and doing all this stuff? <laughs> <laughs> well, after we shot What Does the Kid Say, I had done a little dabbling on iMovie mm-hmm. um, years and years ago. I had worked as a spokesmodel for this company called Anti. And it was a company that, made, you know, let people make their own videos and put them online. And everyone said, cool. that's completely crazy. You know, why would anyone want to make their own video and put them online? So it was before YouTube, it was, right. and it didn't end up taking off. Oh. Um, I know, crazy, that huh? crazy. So I learned a tiny bit of iMovie way back then and then never used it again. And then... After we shot, what does the kids say? Gabe and I, my husband and I, sat down and kind of retaught ourselves, and it's very intuitive. That's perfect. That's perfect. And then there you just upload them, and there you go, and you stand back and see what happens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we had to teach ourselves everything. So uh, GarageBand is how I record the songs. I had to teach myself. I had no idea how that works. I still don't really understand how it works. Like, <laughs> oh, okay, got some sound on there. I think we're good to go. We're good, right? Exactly. <laughs> 
Now, you also have, you've written, done a lot of writing about, uh, you have a new anthology, I Just Want to Be Alone. Tell me about that. Yes, I have an essay in I Just Want to Be Alone. It's a compilation of a bunch of funny essays about um, husbands Mm -hmm. and men. Um, I just need some space in a book form, I guess, and it's a bunch of uh, hilarious writers from the web. Jen Mann of People I Want to Punch in the Throat edited it and (laughs) brought us all together. People I Want to Punch in the Throat. And she's a very, very lovely lady that it's a, just a hilarious blog title. Oh, I love it. Now, do they get people submitting all the time? The, you know, they want, they, they're writers and they want to get on that? She kind of curated and invited people um, to be in that anthology. So okay. um, I think that's how she that's brought great. it together. That is great. Is there a way for people to read more about that online? Sure, yeah. Uh, you can just Google it or I have a post. On my blog, My Life Sucker is called Holy Smokes, I'm in a Book. Um, <laughs> it, was all, it was all a crazy year. So, yeah, it. you can read about it there, and it's on Amazon and Kindle and everything. You sound like you have a very supporting husband. What does he think of all this? I do have an amazing husband. I am very, very, very lucky. I married him because I knew he was an incredible person, mm-hmm. and um, he has always been incredibly supportive of me, and I've been incredibly supportive of him, you know, That's doing cool. all the laundry so he could go out and achieve and have a real job. Right. Um, but yeah, he has been amazing. He's, he's very sweet. He's very, very, very proud of me. That's great. And uh, he puts up with a lot, you know. He, <laughs> he helps me when I'm having a computer meltdown and like, why won't this work? Right. And he's uh, shot a lot of the videos and been in a lot of the videos. I saw. <laughs> I think it's Poor great. Guy. You're a great, great partnership going on, you know? Yeah, it is really, really nice, and it's great that he does it. What were you doing before you became a mom? Well, right before I became a mom, I, I ha- was working at Vogue magazine very Ooh. briefly, um, and I was acting. So, you know, that my real dream job was yes. acting. So I had an improv troupe, and I did a lot of little oh, um, parts on independent films mm-hmm. and I was telling everyone on my blog, I had a little stint on Days of Our Lives as a, the unsexiest French maid on planet Earth. <laughs> <laughs> my boyfriend at the time was like, ooh, French maid. And I was like, no, I'm in like a collar up to my chin oh, and like so a dress down to my ankles. Don't get excited. <laughs> that is really funny. You got to post pictures of that. Yeah, I know. Like, I know. No. I told everyone I'm going to try and find a clip oh, from it. it. It's a horrible French accent. That is so funny. How did that lead you on your way? I mean, you became a mom and you felt like, okay, what's next? I became a mom and I was a very overachieving kind of mom. Mm-hmm. I felt like I had to do everything perfectly. Um, so I really threw myself into motherhood to an extent that probably wasn't very healthy. Um, what do you mean? I just, you know, I lived and breathed and everything about me was motherhood. I was, yes. I didn't exercise. I didn't sleep. Ooh, that's no um, literally, my daughter didn't sleep for two and a half years, so I was up constantly. Oh. Um, I refused to let anyone else help me, uh, refused to get any babysitting. Um, so it was, it was pretty intense. That's burnout right there. Yeah, yeah. I burnt myself out trying to basically be this perfect mother Um, which is, as I know now, an impossible thing to achieve. Right. Plus, mommy needs to be happy and sane so she can be a better mommy. I've learned. Exactly. But I I didn't quite get that one. No, we don't Um, know that. (laughs) Way back then, no. 
I wish they came with directions. They came okay. Yeah, well, how come no one told me? <laughs> I know, I know. I, I remember all these crazy things happening, like nursing, and it was like two in the morning, and then my daughter throwing up, and I'm thinking, do I go to the ER? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, calm down, and thinking, who can I call? And I was going to call my, my aunt in Alaska because of the time difference. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet. That yeah, I know. It's very hard. And I think modern day motherhood, we're so isolated and so on our own um, that it makes it even more difficult because, like you said, we don't have someone right there to ask. Right. I know. And have you ever seen the um, the funny thing with the mom when she first becomes a mom and, and the pacifier falls out of the kid's mouth and she, you know, quickly boils it and then the second kid, it falls out of their mouth and they wipe it on their pants, and the yeah. third kid, they pop it back right in their mouth. <laughs> Have you seen that? Yeah, was that on Nick Mom, I think, I maybe? think it was. I think it yeah. was. And that's so true, sadly. So true. Sadly. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, they all, come, they all come out well in the end, I right? Know, as exactly. long as you love them. Exactly. So what's, what's next for you? What do you, been, what, what do, you have uh, on your list of to-dos or want-to-dos? Well, I just finished uh, a video called The Holidays Are Hell. It's a parody of Jingle Bells, and um, it's about holiday stress, and it was a a video I did in conjunction with Responsibility.org, and they are an anti-drinking and driving campaign and an early education, you know, talk to your kids early about these kinds of things. Very good. Um, So my kids and I actually sat down and had a chat you know, when you're a teenager, people are going to drink alcohol and they're going to think they can drive and never, ever, ever, ever get in the car. Call mommy. Right, right. I, so yeah. they'll listen to me now. You know, they probably won't listen to me in six years. I know. They have to understand that no matter what, just call me. I'm not going to be angry. We just want, to, want that phone call. Exactly. Trying to establish that. And uh, Responsibility.org did a big study and found that the holidays are an extremely stressful time of year, even though they're wonderful. Um, yeah. For moms in particular, they're very, very stressful because we have so much on our plate and so much to do to make all that magic happen. So a lot of parents turn to drinking more to kind of cope with that stress. So we're trying to let people know, you know, have fun, enjoy a glass of champagne, but please don't have several and then get in the car and drive your kids home from a party. Right. So it was a right. little hidden message in that video. Yes. I think moms, dads need other outlets to uh, deal with the stress of the holidays, quite fran- frankly, because, uh, you know, whether it's a uh, new form of exercise, trying something new, you know, I don't, yeah. Laughing. Laughing, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think there's other outlets that are even better. So Yeah, absolutely. Well, is there anything more you want to add to this? Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to play a couple of your clips. Uh-oh. You're done. Uh-oh. <laughs> do I have to listen? <laughs> no, no. Oh, they're funny. I love them. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, no, go for it. And also, one more thing. Do you have any advice for people that are in a funk, especially moms, you know, dealing with motherhood and everything? Oh, wow. My advice, I think, to moms in a funk in particular is, number one, stop being so hard on yourself. Um, Mm -hmm. stop expecting everything to be perfect. Don't worry if you can't do it all. Don't worry if your kids have to pick their clean clothes out of the, you know, laundry basket instead of neatly folded out of their drawers. I think it's so easy to get into a funk as a mom because there's just, there is way too much to do. It's absolutely impossible to do it all. It's impossible to do it perfectly. And then we are so hard on ourselves and society is so hard on mothers and kind of holds up this perfect 
image of what motherhood should be like that is just unattainable. I know. So I would say cut yourself some slack yes. and just, you know, try to breathe and do try to take moments for yourself so you don't end up burnout like me. Watching your clips, it, it just finds the lighter side of motherhood and they're really funny. I love them. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, I also feel, you know, try to laugh at it when your kid, you know, walks out of the kitchen covered in flour Mm -hmm. instead of freaking out. Uh, You know, freak out. Go ahead. Freak out. But then, yes, find the humor in it afterwards, hopefully. I think it's important to find the humor on a daily basis. I mean, just over the weekend, my daughter was making pasta. Are you there? Yes. My husband just walked in the door, and I'm giving him motions of, get out of here. (laughs) I gave... (laughs) <laughs> in a nice way, I hope. <laughs> I had to, you know, I locked myself in a room away from him. I told him I was doing this, and he still walks It's in. okay. It's okay. Um, <laughs> what I was going to say is my daughter was making pasta over the week, and I come back from running an errand, and I see pasta on the wall. Do you know the thing, like they say, if you throw pasta against something yeah. and it sticks, it's done? Okay, so I had pasta against the wall, the ceiling, the floor, and I'm like, uh, honey... <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to throw the entire thing of pasta. I know. On the I wall. know. Where else is it? Okay, don't eat it off the wall, please. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> so cute. Throw out your website one more time if people want to. It's more uh, about called it. mylifesuckers.com. And that came about because for years and years and years, ever since I became a mom, I always called my kids my life suckers oh. or little life suckers who sucked the life out of me, <laughs> literally. Um, And so it was kind of an endearing, joking term. That's how that came about. That's so cute. And you're also on Facebook, right? I am. We have an awesome community on Facebook. In fact, I think some of the people, hi, Ellen, hi, Stacy. I think people are listening right now. Um, We have a very, very fun community. It's uh, on Facebook, My Life Suckers. And people are super awesome and supportive. And uh, it's very fun. All right. All right. So we're going to uh, wrap up. And then if anybody missed any part of today's show... With Deva Del Porto, is that how you pronounce your name? That's how you pronounce my crazy name, yes. Awesome. Uh, it'll be up on my blog later on, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. And so we're going to listen to a few of your clips. All right, awesome. Great talking to you. You too. Thanks for calling in. Okay, bye. Bye. Okay, so that was Deva Del Porto. And uh, let's listen to a few of her clips. Uh, we'll start off with I Just Need Some Space, the Megan Trainer song. Here we go. Because you know I just need some space, need some space, you're in trouble. Get off the bookcase, bookcase, you're in trouble. What's that on your face, on your face, you're in trouble. I just need some space, need some space. All right, that was David Della Porto. If you missed any part of today's show, again, it'll be up on my blog, getthefunkoutshow.kci.org. I'm your host, Janine. We're going to listen to one more The Holidays Are Hell Jingle Bells parody video. And then I have uh, one special announcement of a great event coming up in L.A. Traffic's at a crawl, kids screaming all the way. Shopping is making me poor, there's no end in sight. Don't want to go to another store on this winter night. Oh, the holidays are hell, holidays are hell, think I'm going gray. There's too much for me to do before Christmas Day. Hey, holidays are hell, holidays are hell, my list is a mile long. I 
All right, that second song was uh, Holidays or Hell. <laughs> Probably strikes a chord with a few people. I'm your host, Janine. This is Get the Funk Out. Before we uh, take a break at the bottom of the hour, I want to tell you about a very special event. It's a tribute to Linda Ronstadt, free at the Satellite, Tuesday, December 16th, 8 p.m. And uh, I'm going to have the organizer, Tatiana, come on and tell you about it. Hi, Tatiana. Hi there, Janine. Good morning. I'm, good morning. I'm so glad you could call in. Tell me about your event. I was just telling the listeners about it. All right. It is a tribute for Linda Ronstadt and benefit right. for Parkinson's. It's happening Tuesday, December 16th, this Tuesday, uh, at the Satellite. That's in Silver Lake, the side of the old Spaceland, 1717 Silver Lake Boulevard. Okay. Uh, there'll be an acoustic opener. It's a female singer-songwriters, uh, also as a tribute to Linda so they're, they're going to open the night for us and sort of warm us up. And then at, at around 10, we're going to do Linda's Greatest Hits, Volume 1, that in its entirety wow. for her. And how many musicians are on board with this? Oh, my gosh. Uh, it's, it's actually quite astounding. I have assembled. There are 18 vocalists mm. total. And the amount of musicians, because of course there's a there's a, there's a core backing band, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's totaled 34, and it's just an awesome. amazing group of musicians who, without hesitation, signed on for this. Now, tell because me why they love Linda. Tell me why this struck a chord for you. Uh, you know, I read a couple months ago uh, an interview with Linda Ronstadt about her coming out saying she was diagnosed with Parkinson's and cannot perform or sing anymore due to the disease. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, I mean, she went on to, to talk about those, just the struggles of daily life, even getting up to brush her teeth is sometimes a challenge. Okay. And, I mean, this is somebody who, to me, growing up was a, ro- a role model for sure, but mm-hmm. an icon for mm-hmm. everyone in L.A. Oh, yeah. especially, but just an icon for women in rock and roll yeah, and country that. crossover, too, at the time. And she's done such amazing work in her life. Her canon is unbelievable. If you look at her music, it, it's, uh, it's very, very, very large. And she is somebody who has influenced so many women, uh, right. whether they know it or not, <laughs> so many women in rock and roll. And everyone that I've spoken to across different ages, people who are 20, people who are 40, people who are 50, love mm-hmm. Linda. They do. And all of these musicians said, yes, I would love to sing one of her songs. I love her so Aww. much. That's what I heard time and time again. That's so and nice. I wanted to do something to honor her, to give her a little bit of strength, perhaps, but to let her know that she's certainly not forgotten. That's and so her nice. voice will never be forgotten. And we'll give voice to her songs on Tuesday night. Oh, you know, that's incredible. And uh, we had talked about this. I hope you're going to capture some video or pictures or something because people are going to want to catch, catch this, you know, if they can't come live. I am. I have been asked to, to broadcast it, to Ustream it, so I'm looking Good. into that right now, actually, to Ustream it live, I believe. Now, if people want to uh, find out more about it, is there a website you want to throw out? That would be great. Thank you so much. So if there is a uh, fund page, mm-hmm. it is www3 parkinson.org and then use it slash go to G O T O slash tribute for Linda. Okay. So that's www3 parkinson singular dot org slash go to slash tribute for Linda. Okay. Uh, it has all the details. It's it's a free show, absolutely free. So nice. You may donate a couple of bucks to, to Parkinson's disease research and it goes completely one hundred percent to research for the disease. Well, I think it's incredible you put this event on, you know, and you got all these people on board. I mean, Parkinson's is a really tough disease. 
It really is. Mm-hmm. It's something I didn't know very much about, uh, and but there are a few people in my life and in the musicians who are assembled on Tuesday night in their lives, too, who are affected by the disease as well. Uh, it's degenerative, it's a neurological disease, and mm-hmm. there's unfortunately still not a lot known about it. Uh, right. There are few notables in recent in recent times that have been been making strides toward it. Michael J. Fox, of course, right. um, and he has his own foundation. And, and people are working towards better research. Great. When you're researching brain diseases, it's very difficult, but yes. you just need money to to keep researching, to keep finding ways to help slow and prevent the disease. Sure. Anybody's missed any of this, it's up on my blog, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. I want to thank you so much for calling in. Thank you so much, Janine. Have a great day. You too. Bye, guys. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. That was Tatiana calling in to talk about this great event, a tribute to Linda Rodenstadt. If you want to find out more, again, it's on my blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. I'm your host, Janine. This is Get the Funk Out. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back. (laughs) 